hoping that everything will go well with this. Please forgive me. This is my first time doing this. So I may have to do my backup and go live on my Facebook. All right, good evening everyone. I was trying to go live from my computer, but I am live on our station. So I'm going to be live in two different areas, and I'll just let that keep going while we get ready to get started. Good evening and welcome to our Facebook and our Christian World Media and to you that are watching us by television on our Roco uh TV as well. We want to welcome you to our Bible study as we get ready to get started here. Um, let us pray, Father, in Jesus' name. We thank you, Lord, for uh, this opportunity tonight. I pray, dear Father, that everyone that may be watching, Lord, that they be impacted by your word, Father, tonight, to give them some much-needed courage, Father, to continue um, walking by faith and not by sight. God, we realize of everything that is going on today. God, we know that it has caused a panic. It has caused a fear because everyone, God, is worried and wondering what tomorrow is going to hold. So, Father, we ask you in Jesus' name, Lord, that you continue to bless your people, to give them faith. God, give them understanding, Father, and we will forever give you the glory, Lord. So on these next few minutes that we're going to enjoy sharing your word, Father, with your people tonight, Lord, we continue to ask you, Lord, to, to continue to help us understand what's going on, Lord, and be able to continue to walk by faith and not by sight. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, everyone, I'm, I'm trying to get this set up here, so bear with me, and I appreciate you all's patience. Uh, I think that'll be good enough right there that I can really uh, go forth right here at this point, so I'm getting everything together. I thought I had it all together, so um, as we talk tonight, we want to go ahead and tell you this, first of all, for the members of Heart of Faith, thank you for... Uh, trusting me as your leader and following me as I follow Christ. Remember, this is our weekly uh, service. We're just doing it from home. So we say good evening to all of you all. And remember, you can still send your offerings if you do, if you want to. You don't have to if you don't want to, but you all already know you could do the cash app or the Giveify. Um, or you could contact me and we can take care of it from there. But we thank God for you. So let's talk about this tonight. I know that a lot of people are being fearful um, and a lot of people are panicking. And so I want to look at 2 Timothy 1 and 7, and then we're going to talk about worry. We want to look at what the Bible says about worry. 2 Timothy 1 and 7 says, For God has not given us the spirit of fear but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Now, I know most people say, well, you know, 
God also gave us five senses. Exactly. You're right. I'm not arguing with you. You're absolutely correct. But you have to know where to apply those five senses at. Are you going to apply them to spiritual things? Are you going to try to, are you going to apply them to natural things? Because we have to understand that there's two different uh, areas here that we need to be dealing with. So again, God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power. So when we have the lack of knowledge, it causes fear. Because if we are not certain by certain things or we don't understand certain things, then and, and let me let me pause for a moment and ask every one of you watching live to go ahead and hit the uh, start a watch party uh, button, you know, um, if you don't mind, if you would do that for me. So, again, Paul tells Timothy this for God has not given a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of sound mind. These are my personal thoughts with it. Uh, about this uh, COVID-19 virus. Uh, I just got on the phone with, with a, a bishop out of state and he wanted to know what was my take on it. And I'm going to tell you all this as I told him, my take on it is I don't have one. Uh, I don't have one. I don't have a take on it. It's because if I'm trusting God, I have to trust him all the way. And as I tell the church is that uh, there was a period in my life in this journey that I would read the word, then study the word, then apply the word. Now I'm living the word. So I'm not just confessing something. I'm living it. And because I'm living it, I'm trusting God all the way. Romans 8 and 28 says, for we know that all things work together for the good. So I'm not worried about what's going on in the world, what someone doing to me, saying about me, whatever. It's because whatever is going on, the Bible promised me and assured me that it works for my good. We as Christians, I believe this from my heart. It doesn't make me right. I'm not the most knowledgeable person in the world, but I'll tell you this. I'm walking by faith. The Bible says if you live in the spirit, then walk in the spirit. And if we're living in the spirit and walking in the spirit, then we have to understand that God has not given us the spirit of fear, okay, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. So if we're living in the spirit, then why are so many believers worrying about what's going on? We should sit back and let the government do what the government is going to do. They're here for a reason. Let them do what they're going to do. And we as believers, this is what I, I told one person. What happens if everything else fails and they can't find a cure and people are still dying? Sooner or later, they're going to call out the church. They're going to look to the church. The church consists of a uh, body of baptized believers in Christ. We all make up the church, okay? So God has not given us spirit of fear, but of power, love, and of a sound mind. That's why I tell people I have no thoughts on it. And, and you know, I'm, this is for, I'm, not, I'm teaching about this tonight, but I'm not hovering around the virus, okay? I'm, I'm not. Uh, I'm going to obey what they, they finally told us to shut down the churches and just do everything online. I'm good with that. Uh, I continue to have services, not that I was bucking the government because I very well uh, 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 obey the government, 
but they never said churches. So when they said churches, then I knew that we had to do something different. So that's what we're doing. So the question is, what does the Bible say? What does the Bible say about worrying? Because we as believers, we are doing a lot of worrying about things that we shouldn't be worried about. And we, we, should, we should get rid of that, that fear and that worrying. That's what we should get rid of. Now, most of you probably can't see what I have up. If you're on Facebook, you can't see what I have up because it's only going to be showed on Christian World Media. Uh, so anyway, let's see what the Bible says because the Bible clearly teaches that Christians are not to worry. In Philippians chapter 4 and verse 6, he writes, do not be anxious. In the NIV version, it states, uh, do not worry. So do not be anxious, but in everything, notice what it says, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your request be made known unto God. Now you see, I've been saying this for a long time, is that we have a lot of people with a lot of foolishness. I'm just being honest. I mean, we all family of God. We just be honest about it. A lot of people with a lot of foolishness in, in God's house with all of this just, you know, everything. I don't have to go through the list. Y'all know what I'm talking about. The dance contestants who could dance the greatest and all of this stuff. Now we up to the point now that this is going on. Then where are those? I'm not saying that they're not Christians, but I'm saying where are those who say they're walking by faith? Where are those who say, I have faith? Where are those who confess and say, if you have the faith of the mustard seed? Where are those who say, you don't have the faith that I have? Where are those who always out there portraying it? Now we are faced with an issue to see where is our faith at now? See, faith, uh, according to Dr. J. Snell, faith is information or instructions that God give us to act upon. So when we look at the scripture that the Bible says, do not be anxious, do not worry about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication, thanksgiving, let your request be made known unto God. You know, so we, we are commanded. So when, when we do otherwise what the word says or commanded us to do, it becomes a sin. Sin is a willful violation of the word of God. So if, if the word of God say, do not worry, then we as believers, why are we worrying? Do not be anxious. Do not worry about anything, but in everything by prayer and petition, we thank God. I ask God, God, keep me and my family safe. Watch over us, protect us, because he is our protector. And we have to go to God for everything. He says, present your request to God. Now, in this scripture, we learn that we should bring all our needs and concerns to God in prayer rather than worrying about them. So we shouldn't be worried, saints, about what's going on with this disease. We should practice what they say, wash your hands, use the sanitizer. But if you notice what they said, you can still leave and go to the stores and buy you some groceries. They even said you can go to the liquor stores. You can still go to the parks, just don't play on the park equipment. So there are some things that are shut down, restaurants are shut down, but you can still go and get a takeout order. So it's just practicing good hygiene. So as I state, we, we have more than just the virus. Uh, no one is thinking about AIDS, uh, high blood pressure, heart problems, 
all of these other things that's going on because everyone is just worried about uh, this corona, this COVID-19 disease. But God's word tells us that we should not worry, but bring everything to him. Now, in this scripture, we, we learn that we should not only just bring all of our needs and concern to God in prayer, but rather than we shouldn't be worried about them. And Jesus encouraged us to avoid worrying about our physical needs, like clothes and food. In Matthew 6, chapter 6, verse 25 through 34, he says, Therefore I tell you, do not be anxious about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, nor about your body, what you will put on. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? And verse 26 says, look at the birds of the air. They neither sow nor, uh, nor do they, uh, let, let me catch you here, nor reap. So we say, look at the birds of the air. They neither sow nor reap nor gather into borns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not more valuable than them? And which of you, by, by being anxious, worrying, can add a single hour to his span or height to his span of life? See, uh, verse 28 says, and why are you anxious about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow, how they neither tall nor spin. Yet I tell you, even Solomon in all his glory is not arrayed like one of these. But if God so closes the grass of the field, which today is alive and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he not much more clothe you? O oh, ye of little faith, therefore do not be anxious or worrying, saying, what shall we eat or what shall we drink or what shall we wear? For the Gentiles seek after all these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them all. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added. Now, you know, what we look at in this particular scripture here, we have to understand what Jesus is saying. Again, we should not be worrying about anything, you know. And that's why I tell people I'm not worried about the virus. I'm not even thinking about it. I'm enjoying life. The Bible says Jesus came to give us life that we may have it more abundantly. Well, you can't live an abundant life with worrying. That means you need to be living in Isaiah 26 and 3, where he states that he will keep them in perfect peace whose mind stayed on him or is still on him. So we quote the scriptures, but I'm finding out now with this virus that's going on is that a lot of believers is good at quoting, but they're not living it. You have to live the scriptures, apply the scriptures in your life. After all, let me just requote some words that we as Christians, and I'm not picking out no particular person. I'm speaking to the body of Christ. We as the body of Christ, we have always quoted the scripture that no weapon is formed against me shall prosper and every tongue that rise against me shall be condemned. Well, you know, but we're worried now because of the, the COVID-19 we're worried. I, I don't see people, you know, so here's what I'm saying. It's one thing to quote a scripture, but it's another thing to believe in it and to walk in it, live in it. I'm living the word of God. I'm not putting myself above no one. I don't compete with no one. I'm not out there trying to see who have more knowledge. Am I smarter? It's probably millions, trillions of people that know more than me. 
that's fine. I have no problem with it. I'm not envious or jealous of none of that. One thing I'm doing is Baines is living the scripture. And I'm living it according to the Bible. If I'm a walk in the spirit, I have to live in the spirit that I will not fulfill the lust of my flesh. The flesh want to worry. The flesh want to do everything. But if you're walking and living in the spirit, you won't give in to the lust of your flesh to want to worry. You know, because here's the point. John said in Revelation that he saw a new heaven and a new earth, right? Okay, so if the only way the new heaven and the new earth can come is that this old earth and heaven has to be done away with, okay? We want to be with Jesus, but I'm finding out nobody really want to leave this world that they're holding on to. The Bible says it's been appointed to man once to die, and after death comes the judgment. So if it's not your time to go, then it's, God is it's not going to be permitted. And if it is your time to go, or if you just go before your time, did not Paul say, we quote these scriptures too, Paul said that, you know what, to be absent from the body is to be present with Christ. Here's what I, I say, listen, this is not the first time that people have died of diseases. It's not the first time, people. It's not the first time, okay? And watch this, people die every day just as well as babies is born every day. My pastor taught me this. He said, we are a moving generation. You know, some are dying and new ones are being born. You just have to be ready because the Bible says after death comes judgment. So now if we're doing all of that, you know, we have to be able to say, where am I at? Good preaching is good. Good teaching is good. But if you're not living the word of God, then you're just really just, just doing something sounding good. You have to get to the point well, you know God now because uh, uh, you walking around and you looking at everybody, you worried because you're trying to figure out who have the disease, who don't have the disease. Oh, my God, if somebody, <clears throat> everybody ready to take off running, you know. Uh, what do you, I mean, I think about Elijah. When all Jezebel did, look, this is a man who says it's not going to rain. And it didn't rain for the span that he said. This is a man who went against all the prophets and say, we're going to call on the God and see what God is going to send to fire. But yet when Jezebel sent one word to say, you tell him I'm going to kill him, he took off running. So we have to stop. We have to stop. Since worrying should not be a part of a believer's life, how does one overcome worry? I'm glad you asked that question. Let me address it. First Peter chapter 5 and verse 7. He says, "Cast, casting all your anxieties or cares on him because he cares for you this is how uh you overcome that is you cast it up on god because listen as i told the church sunday if you were going to have this virus ain't no sense in you panicking now because this virus been around since 1941 and it it, it started really spreading when it came out was back around in December, November, December of last year. So if the chances are that you have the virus, you have it. You know, so why are you worried? Why are you running? I, you know what? I'm, this is what the Spirit of God showed me. So, you know what? Well, sit back and observe. Just as I told Gideon, I want you to sit back and observe. And with the 10,000, 
I want you to look because those who lap their water like dogs and keep their weapons on their side, them the ones I want you to keep. But those who take their weapons off, them the ones I want you to get rid of. He ended up with only 300. So what I'm telling you all, it's time to chill. However, if you're not really saved, sanctified, filled with the Holy Ghost, living in the Spirit, <clears throat> walking in the Spirit, then you have a serious problem. You have a serious problem. Listen, people still suffering from allergies, okay? So some of y'all, when you hear people cough or you hear them sneeze, first thing y'all say, oh, they got the corona, let's get out of here. Oh, God, I'm infected, you know. I have to almost put the scripture in place where it says, so a man thinketh, so is he. It may be out of order, but I just have to say that. We are instructed to cast all of our cares upon him because God cares for us. And God does not want us to carry around the weight of the problems and burdens. In this verse, God is telling us to give him all of our worries and concerns. And why does God want to take on our problem, the Bible says it is because he cares for us. God is concerned about everything that happens to us. All right? No worry is too big or too small for his attention. And when, he, when we give God our problem, he promises to give us the peace <coughs> which transcends all understanding. Look at Philippians 4 and 7. He says, and the peace of God which surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ. It will guard your hearts and your mind in Christ. But we have to quit worrying. We have to quit worrying. Follow what the government says. If he say do not get large gatherings, no more than 10, if he narrowed it down to two, practice the six-foot rule. Because I can tell you this, you can, we can obey whatever the government says. But again, if it's your time to come, to go rather, uh, it's going to be your time. And you and you may not die from the COVID-19. So it's going to be your time. You know, David say, Lord, uh, make me to, to know my days. So my prayer to God is always, God, keep me when that time come, I want to be ready. So every day I often say, God, forgive me of my sins if I've wronged anyone, spoke in error or, or, or missed led or guided your people god I, I it was out of not you know on purpose forgive me lord help me to correct it i don't want anything to come between me and you you see because jesus said if i have you in your hand no man can pluck you out and then watch this here here's the point that that i, I want to tell all the saints all the dancing is good hallelujah glory to god cutting the steps is all good hallelujah Glory to God. I'm not telling you not to dance because that's Bible. Psalms 150 says, praise him in the dance. But when you're praising and dancing is a joke, then it gives God no glory. It brings him no glory. It brings shame to the kingdom. So much shame now because we have leaders and people want to get up and get on TV and they want our social media and they want to have a dance contest. I'm telling you, this stuff was upsetting me so, and I was like, you know, God, I mean, it really bothered me, you know, uh, and that's why I, I stayed away from social media, because I didn't want to, at that moment, I didn't want to say anything harsh or anything bad, but 
I don't like it when people bring shame to the kingdom of God. One thing I often ask God, God, as I walk and live in your spirit and your spirit guide me and your word guide me, help me not to bring no shame to your kingdom. Let me not bring no embarrassment to your kingdom. And when I see foolishness out there, I've always said sooner or later, something going to come down the pipe that's going to stop all of that. And now, you know, the thing of it is, this is what I tell people, too. I want to bring this in. I'm not impressed with testimonies. Because people that testify one thing, but they test the testimony don't line up with their faith. What do you mean? They'll get blessed on a Monday at the grocery store <clears throat> because they didn't have the money. No, I don't have the COVID-19. You know, my allergies is dry and water, you know, so... So, and they'll wait until first Sunday before they testify. And I told them, you should be praising God right there where you at. Why didn't you praise him right there on the spot? He showed up for you right there on the spot. Why you didn't praise him right there? But we want to wait and get to the church because we want to let everybody know we have a greater testimony. Back to the dancing stuff. They have a dance contests in the church. And then they'll break out and go to dancing because they want the light on them. And then when the light is up on them, they do what they do. But when the music stops, that's what always got me, is when the music stops. Everybody stop. Some people put their hands on the wall like they holding the wall up and all of it. Come on, people, we got to get serious. We, we, we worship a almighty God, you know, and, and some of this stuff that people are doing, I guarantee you they could be on their job and get a promotion and they won't carry on like that. But now that this virus is here, Oh, man, we running it. We trying to run and hide on the rocks. Let me help y'all out. The Bible say even when that time come, when the last days come, we have to remember Jesus said that it's still not over. We're just times of sorrow. That's all. We're in the period of sorrow. Uh, he say people can run and hide on the rocks and all that. You can't run nowhere from God when the time come. And I'm not saying that God uh, brought this virus or sent it. I'm not saying the devil. Uh, I'm saying one thing is that whatever happened, because we know the Bible say God cannot be tempted with evil, so let no man say that he's tempted, you know, by God, because God don't do that. So if we wanna, if we wanna look, we can say that the devil has gotten behind someone or people, because we gotta remember the evil mindset of people. So while we're trying to figure it out, where this thing came from, how it happened, all that, we have to understand that man can create a whole lot of stuff. And I'm not really saying man did it. The whole point I'm getting at, if you listen to what I'm saying, it's really like, I really don't care. I really don't care. It's because I trust in God. And I know that there is nothing that can happen to me unless God allow it. And if God allowed it, it's simply because he have other plans. If God allowed me not to wake up in the morning, it's because he ready for me to come home. Now, this is where we rejoice. People rejoice because they get a car. They, they, they'll tell you, you know, come on, God showed me you're going to be blessed tonight. You're going to get $5,000. You're going to get that husband. You're going to get that wife. You're going to get that car. You're going to get that job. It's like Oprah. Come on, come on. You get a house. You get all of this. Stop it. Stop it, people. Stop, stop it, stop it, stop it. Listen to me, okay? Stop all of that foolishness. Stop it. 
because it's not bringing God no glory. Because now it's really defining where the real believers are. Are they just been playing or faking or what? Because now, guess what? We are here now, and the whole point that we're at now is that where you at? Where you at? I see more believers looking at people afraid, and I'm like, you know what? The Bible saying these signs shall follow them that believe. They shall lay hands on the sick. So we've been quoting that no weapon is formed against me, but why are you running and hiding? Why are you worried? You know, why are you worried? So when we look at this here, those who do not know Jesus Christ, worry and anxiety will be part of their life. But to those who have given their lives to him, Jesus promised, he said in Matthew eleven twenty-eight through 30, come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me. For I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. I, I see so much of time being wasted on social media with people arguing about who's right, who's wrong, as though they went and sat next to Jesus uh, and had dinner. Listen, people, we have to, we have to, we have to get things right, okay? It's because we are the body of Christ. We are the bride of Christ. Not one of us, but we are this together. There are many members, <clears throat> but only one body. So we have to get it together and stop all this worrying, worrying about all these things. He said, don't worry, say, because tomorrow has its own worries. You shouldn't be worrying about what you're going to wear, eating, all of that. Live life. Man, I'm living life. So listen, I'm living my greatest life. I'm honest. I've never had it so good. It's because it's not about the things. It's not about the house. It's not about the cars. I'm like Paul. I know what it is to be hungry. I know what it is to be full. I know what it is to be a base and a bound. I know what it is to, to live a good life. And I know what it is to live a lower life, baby. You're looking at somebody came up eating chicken feet, rice and gravy or, or, or pork, pork uh, meat pork fat, salt bacon, and, and uh, rice So and to, to now where I'm at. But none of this stuff matters. None of it matters. I'm going to tell you where I'm living at right now. I'm living a life without worry. I'm living a life without fear. The Bible even says that don't fear the one who can only kill your body. Fear he who can kill both, body and soul. I'm Listen. I want you all, encourage you all, sell out to Christ. Let, let them call you a Jesus fanatic, you know, but just trust him. That's all I'm asking you to do is what God said to do is to trust him. Trust him. And his word says to lean not to your own understanding. That's what gets us messed up. Trust God in all of this. If you are a believer of Christ, then trust God with it. Trust them all the way because at the end of everything, it's going to be Jesus. I don't care what we say, what we do, where we go, it's going to be Jesus. You know, I, I'm, I can't say, I'm, I'm just going to say like this here, with everything shutting down, jobs, my heart goes out to people who have lost their jobs, okay, because of this. But I know that there's something good because 
when we have nothing else, we're going to have to trust him. You know, no job, no money, no food. We're going to have to trust him. That's what we're going to have to do. Trust him. So I advise you to start trusting him now. Don't wait until tomorrow. Trust him now. Walk in faith now. This is why Paul say, follow me as I follow Christ. And I tell all the, the members, follow me. You may not understand, but follow me. If you trust God, trust that I am his servant. The Bible say is to know them that labor among you. So trust me and follow me as I follow Christ. I'm not worried about anything. I tell you a, a, a vision years ago. It's been about 20, about a little over 30 years ago. I had a vision that God gave me that something went on in the world and it was affecting the people. And, and I was preaching faith to the people and tell them, hold on, trust God. Don't give in to what they're saying. Believe God and trust God. And whatever goes on is still all about God. And all of a sudden I was taken in captivity because they, they were saying that this man here is ruining what we're trying to do, trying to cause a lot of fear in the hearts of the people. Not saying this is what's going on now, this 30 years ago. And as they took me, I remember in the vision as it was yesterday, they, they stretched me out and they said, okay, you want to preach Jesus? We're going to see if you can die like Jesus. And they, 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 it was a whole host of them, army, and they had their guns. And they put their guns and they began to count down on three everybody was going to start shooting and they when they got to three before they could even get to say three all the way the earth opened up and swallowed them all down in the earth then closed back up and then somehow i was released off of there and i went running back to the people and everybody looked and they was crying and it was like look there go john where you come from they we thought they killed you and i said look all i can tell y'all is they was getting ready to shoot and the earth opened up and swallowed them and closed back up and I was set free. So I'm telling you all, relax, be at ease, trust God. And at the same time, use your five senses to wash your hands. Your mom and grandma's taught you that. Wash your hands, you know, practice good hygiene because we, we worried about all of that. We don't worry about the food that we eat with all of this stuff they put in the food. We don't, we're not afraid to go and eat. We go eat everywhere. And some of us can know the nastiest restaurants that then hit the talk shows, and we still go there. So, you know, the Bible said again that receive everything with prayer and thanksgiving. You know, that's what it's all about, you know. So I, I, it just it just really bothered me when I see so many, because if the leaders have no faith and no trust in God, then you can imagine the followers. You know, so when people ask me and they've been asking me for a while, Bishop, when are you going to address this? What do you got to say about it? I tell them I don't have nothing to say. I have nothing to say about it. I don't have a word to say about it. Why? I'm not worried about it. What is going to happen, going to happen. I've lived a good life. If, 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 if this disease take me out, God never said that it wouldn't. He never said that it would. Only thing God said is that I'm going to die. 
And after death comes the judgment. It's been once appointed to man to die, and after death comes the judgment. So that time is going to come. So I'm not worried about it. It's because we're rejoicing over houses, cars, and land, and the money that we have in the bank. <clears throat> but y'all know what I'm rejoicing? I'm rejoicing about my name has been written in the Lamb Book of Life. That's what I'm rejoicing about, is where my name been written. That's what the Bible says. Jesus told them when they were, they were like, Lord, oh, the demons are in subject. Jesus said, do not rejoice because demons are in subject to you, but rather rejoice because your names have been in the, written in the Lamb Book of Life. Believers, you need to go back because Jesus said, search the scriptures daily, for in them you think you have everlasting life. How many of us search the scriptures daily? Let long how many of us meditate. See, what I found out is people have a good talk. They'll make you think that they are Jesus's assistant, that they sit on the right hand of Jesus and Jesus sends them back down to earth every day to talk to you. They'll get on and say a whole lot of stuff. But you know what? Talk is cheap. Talk is easy because if you don't have no faith behind your talk, then to me, you're just making a lot of noise. Paul kind of put it almost in that perspective when he said, you know, it sounds like just noise with no sound. We have to calm the people by telling them, trust in God. What is going to happen, happen. As I told the members of the church, I said, you know what? I'm going to be like the man who when, when the uh, apostles couldn't heal the boy, he went to Jesus and said, tell me why your disciples could not heal my son. And Jesus looked and he said, oh, you have little faith. This kind comes by fasting and praying. Uh, so the thing of it is, people, is that we it, it's time now. It, the, the, look, this is not the end of the world. Imagine what's going to happen when that time comes. This is just the virus, and we are not looking at that people are recovering. Some people are dying from it. Some people are recovering from it. Some people are dying from high blood pressure. Some people are recovering. Some people are dying from heart problems. Some people are recovering. Some people are dying from AIDS. Some people are still living. But now we hear this one little thing, and boy, there we go. We running everywhere. Going in the store, buying up everything that we can buy. You know, do it make sense that if it's the end of the world, what what food, where are you going with it? If it's the end of the world and Jesus returning, you definitely is not going to take that into heaven. Your flesh is not even going in there. The Bible says you can be changed from the moment of a twinkling of an eye. So you need to understand what is going on chill out everybody chill out don't don't get caught in the fad of everything don't get caught in fear because god if, if you're walking in fear it's because you're operating in the spirit of fear the spirit of fear is up on you now i believe that a believer cannot also have a demon in them if they have the holy spirit however i do believe that you could be influenced see you remember, uh, uh, Peter walked right with Jesus. 
And when Jesus was talking, Peter said, I'm not going to let that happen. Then look what happened. Jesus say, get the hands behind me, Satan, because he recognized at that moment that Satan was trying to influence Peter, which was going to stop his destiny. And then he looked at Judas and Judas betrayed him. He said, my friend. You know, that's a whole nother subject. So what I, what I want to tell the body of Christ tonight, listen, be happy. Be happy and chill. Everybody that, you know, they tell you what the symptoms are. If they have a fever and they're sweaty and they're coughing and all of that, then it's, it's a problem. But if not, quit worrying about it. You know, quit worrying about it. So you have to understand, and they tell you all that. That's where you should be using your five senses, you know, and quit trying to use them spiritually because here's one thing. God has two wheels. He has a hidden will and he has a revealed will. And the hidden will is for God. The revealed will is for us. So let's not try to go beyond our knowledge, our capacity. I know a lot of people, y'all here, and I see them all the time. Boy, you, you hear these people talking. It's like they, nobody else, no, nothing make you want to close your Bible and go sit down in a corner. But let me tell you something. That don't mean nothing because the Bible say any man that live it and thinks that he knows it all, he's a fool. None of us know it all. Paul said we prophesy in parts. It take all of us. It takes all of us. And what's wrong with the body of Christ from my perspective, notice I didn't say I'm like Paul now. I didn't say Jesus said it. I have enough Jesus in me to say, I'm going to tell you the problem. We are so divided. It's because everybody want to be at the top. Everybody, baby, keep me at the bottom. You know why? It's because the top can't do nothing if the bottom don't move. Try cutting off your feet or walking on your feet when they hurt. Every part of the body has a place to play in this thing. We are the body of Christ. And, 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 and I, I see this stuff all the time. I'm like, Lord, this is why uh, people don't want to unite with your body. It's because of this foolishness that's going on. So I tell people all the time, in spite of all the foolishness, trust God. You have to trust God for yourself. You have to trust God for yourself. People think because they have a, a congregation of 5,000 that Jesus only visit them and not the church with five members. You know what? Let me tell you something. Numbers don't matter to God. Numbers don't matter. In fact, the Bible say that where, where you see a, a crowd of people, he said that, you know, that leads to destruction. Not saying that mega churches are leading to destruction. I'm not saying that. I'm speaking Bible, Okay. And then he says that on the road of righteousness of eternity, you'll pass by a, 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 a believer every now and then. Is the believers, is it scarce now among us? Because everyone's saying they're a believer, but their actions are proven that they're really not believers. They're just people that's just among the church. You have to be born into the church. You don't join. You have to be born into the church. Born again of water and of the spirit, you know, and, 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 and we have to quit injecting our ideals and obey leadership. That's what it's all about. Trust your leaders. If they're walking by faith and living in the spirit and walking in the spirit, trust your leaders. You may not understand, but trust your leaders. So I just want to encourage you all about this word. Stop worrying. Stop worrying. It's going to be all right. Stop worrying if, guess what, 
if you die, it's going to be wonderful because the Bible says, oh, how beautiful it is of the death of one of his saints. So we can't lose. Either which way it go, we cannot lose. One good thing you can look at it, if, if the virus take you out, then you don't have to worry about this world no more. You don't have to worry about paying bills. You don't have to worry about taking medication. You don't have to worry about none of that, okay? You have to worry about none of that. You can just do your life the way you want to do it. But what I'm telling you is, is that it's, it come a time where you're going to have to trust God. And the time is now. If you haven't been trusting them all this time, the time is now. Because you are in your house don't mean that you are protected. Look at all of the elderly people that, that's in the uh, nursing home that died. So you got people now, they're spraying down their packages that's being delivered. They're opening them up. They're spraying them down and all of that. Listen, when I saw that on the news, I said, Lord, what I don't understand that's good if they want to, if they feel comfortable with break, wiping the box down with Clorox, breaking it open, wiping the package down with Clorox and all of that. But here's the point. Here's the point that get me. Okay, here's the point. They do all of that. Then they get their package and they take their package in the house. And I'm like, why didn't they open up the package on the outside and put bleach, Clorox, and water on the garments that they just bought. But they'll put it on the outside, but what about on the inside? As I told the church, don't you go putting down uh, Chinese people, Korean people, and all that saying it came from China, because if you're that ignorant and afraid, then guess what? You're already in trouble because probably over 80 or 90% of the stuff in your house from glasses, to dishes, to clothing, to furniture, said made in China. So see, if you don't know God, man, this spirit of fear will run you crazy. And that's what he's doing. I, I can imagine, I can imagine, not that this happened, I can imagine the devil saying, okay, God, they, they, they all say they trust you. They, Oh, yeah, they dancing and jumping and praising in your name, falling out and speaking in tongues. And they just doing all of this here and jerking, you know, because they, they saying they got the Holy Ghost up on them. Okay, let me just send something. COVID-19. People dying. What happened? All the people stopped dancing now. They're running. They're hiding. And they're trying to figure this thing out. Everyone trying to get the answer. I'm telling you right now, Baines don't have the answer. I don't have the answer. No, I didn't go lay on my face and prostrate before God that he would send me an answer so I could get on and tell people what's really going on. No, none of that. I'm telling you what Baines did. Put his trust in God. And I'm not worried about nothing else. What happened, happens. Okay? Jesus said, I mean, there's nothing you can do to stop it anyway. If you can stop it, then go stand out there and do like Elijah. Stop it. Some things are just permitted to happen. Some things God just, I just believe God just sit back and just let the course of the evil thought of man do things. You know, when we talk about our planet and we talk about the ozone, it ain't the devil that's messing with the ozone. It's the vehicles that we're driving. 
If we be serious about it, the ones no one want to go and service, the ones that you should get rid of and get another one, but you can't. So we, 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 we really need to just chill out. And I tell people this, don't ask me about what I did last week because the answer you're going to get is I have no idea. I learned something. Watch this. I'm going to tell you something in the physical, but how I relate to the spiritual to me. There's nothing wrong, no such thing that your computer is too old. What happens is we put so much stuff on the hard drive that it stresses out the memory. And when there's a lot of stuff on there, the computer is ran by memory. Memory boots it all up to remember everything that's on there. And it has to go through all of that stuff before it operate properly. And that's why when they lock up, it's because you have too much stuff and you have no more room. And what happens is you take it to the store to be repaired and they clean it out and wipe it out because there are a lot of viruses that's on there. And so uh, that, that, that sites that you go on that you don't know that there's hidden viruses. So you never do a cleaning. You don't clean the catch. You don't do anything. So you get rid of your computer. Think about you. Okay. The Bible say guard your hearts. You put so much on your mind worrying, and I'm about done worrying about stuff till you done overloaded your mind worrying. You're still worrying and mad at what somebody did to you 5, 10, 15, 20, 30, 40 years ago. You still remembering all of that stuff. Now your mind is so clogged up that you cannot see clear. Let long hear from God because everything is moving slow. So you find yourself getting it a year later to say, oh, now I understand. Clean your catch. In other words, purify your hearts. Forgive and get that stuff out. You know, and I had to learn that. So now I don't keep all of that stuff. Man, what, whatever God did last week, I didn't praise him, gave him glory. That's over with. I'm not talking about it this week. Because of all you could talk about what God did last week, a month ago, a year ago, then that means that's where you stop walking with God. Because you have nothing new to say what God has done for your life. And if all of you could do is talk about what God gave you, he blessed you with a house and a car, then that means you lost right there because you don't have a new car, new house, you just still have the same one you say blessed you with. So nine times out of ten, you'll go and get something else. But when you're walking and living in the spirit and walking with God every day, as my I understand now what the saints used to, the old saints used to say, that every day with the Lord is always sweeter than the day before. And that's why I thank God that in the wee hours of the mornings, you know, 12, 1, 2, 3, 4 o'clock in the morning, I'm awake. Just talking to God. Just enjoying God. Some days I sit and just sit there with everything that's going around me. I know how to lose myself to be absent and present at the same time. So I want to encourage you all, saints of God, don't worry. Okay? Put your trust in God. You, you don't, you, if you don't trust him this far, keep your trust in God. Okay? Keep your trust in God. Don't lose it. I hope I said something to help and encourage you. Um, 
Let's continue to pray for our government. Regardless if you don't like them, pray for your government. The Bible say do so. Pray for your leaders. And for the last part, uh, Heart of Faith that, that is watching and others, you can still give if you choose to give. If you don't, don't worry about it. You know, but if you give, you can go, you can do the Giveify. You all have Giveify. Or you could do the Cash App. And I know somebody's going to ask me the church Cash App. It is the dollar sign H O F W C. The dollar sign H O F W C. Somebody can put it up there if you can. It's the dollar sign H O F W C. That that's the church cash app. Because uh, I know someone asked about that, and I want to make sure that they know the. Uh, if you can, someone can put it up there in the comments, and it can post. Let me see if I can do it. Look like I can do it. I'm learning all this stuff. I forgot all of this stuff that I taught. H O F W C. There it is. Okay. That's the church cash app right there, H-O-F-W-C, the money sign, the dollar sign, and H-O-F-W-C. You also can give through Giveify um, or Cash App, you know, um, and I think that's it. Um, you have the Cash App, Giveify, Square. If you want to do Square, you have to call me and I can do it over the phone. But other than that, do that. But listen, don't put yourself in no stress. We know these times are there you know we're thankful uh to god and uh we'll be back here sunday uh again for our uh message here unless the lord uh say uh differently but lady baines will be bringing the message this sunday and uh i'll have all of these kinks out of the way by then i hope if you all can hear me on ruku uh, i'm sorry if you didn't get a chance to tune in but i'll get that straightened out also so I want to thank you all. Now go and have a wonderful evening and enjoy yourselves, doggone it. Go sit on the outside and enjoy the beauty of the weather, the nightness of the hour. Sit under the stars and enjoy yourself and be at ease and be at rest and be at peace and just enjoy yourself. If you go somewhere and someone is sick, somebody asks me this, I don't encourage you to do it because I don't know where your faith is. But someone say, well, Bishop, what happened if, if someone is sick and they coughing and sweating and they have the corona? What are you going to do? I said, well, what I'm going to react is, and it may sound crazy to you, and I'm not trying to impress you, but if the Spirit of God moved me, I'm going to go lay hands and pray. You know, I'm going to go lay hands and pray on that person, pray over them. That's what I'm going to do because how my pastor said this, he said, Son, if you ever pastor, always utilize those that God has blessed you with. Don't try to do it all. And you never know the tree uh, unless you see the fruit that is bare. So how you know what the fruit is if you never give the fruit a chance? Uh, so the thing about it is, is that I thank God for all of our staff of ministers and deacons and deaconess and musicians. I thank God for all of them, uh, you know, and I'm going to do my best to keep teaching you all and you all I have a wonderful wonderful group of, of teachers I mean some of the you all would be amazed I know you all see them on Sundays or Wednesdays I mean they some of them are, are actually uh, do better better job than I do teaching you know um, I'm the leader 
you know, so I thank God for them. I thank God if you have a pastor, help your pastor. Walk with him, you know, get to know him. Find out what the vision is and then obey the vision. We have work to do, y'all. It's not about gathering together, looking good and all of that. We have work to do. And there's nothing wrong with what we're doing now. In fact, back in the Bible days, the Bible say they gathered in each other's houses. And then we don't downgrade the house of God either because he puts his name on it. It's the house of refuge. It's where people come to be healed and set free and delivered. So, you know, we have to understand is that uh, both is important to God, okay? Well, listen, thank you all for your time. Y'all have a blessed evening. Father, in the name of Jesus. I pray for every person that is watching tonight, God. I pray that the spirit of fear uh, will not dominate them, God. In fact, God, I speak your words now, Father, that I command in the name of Jesus that the spirit of fear will leave. I command, God, that every stronghold is broken, God. Every stronghold of fear is broken. Every stronghold of wearing is broken, God. In the name of Jesus, off your people's lives, God. For we walk by faith and not by sight, God. We walk and live in the spirit, Father. And, God, you have not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and love and of a sound mind. So, God, I speak into your body now to your people and say, oh, ye people of the almighty God, rise up and worship God and praise God as you always have and walk in the truth of his word in Jesus name. We thank you, Father, in Jesus name. Amen. Good night, everyone. Y'all have a wonderful evening. Thank you for tuning in. God bless you.